Welcome to the SBCN Podcast, a production of the Small Business Community Network, brought to you by Brad Poulos, small business coach, entrepreneurship professor, and author of the Small Business Operator's Manual, a guide to running your small business profitably. and welcome to the SBCN Small Biz Podcast. I'm Linda Ockwell-Jenner, one of the SBCN co-founders, and today my guest is Ashley Close. Ashley's a returning guest, and she's a realtor with Davenport Brokerage. Hello, Ashley. Hello, Linda. Thank you so much for having me on today again. It's a pleasure to be back. Thank you. You've uh, been our guest a couple of times before for this podcast, and it's very well received because you have a lot of knowledge about um, this industry. And I'm very excited about the topic today because um, it's misconceptions. And I love that word. And I think a lot of people do have misconceptions um, about the, you know, the uh, the market today when people want to buy and sell homes. So, um, lead us into this into this topic. It, it sounds really interesting, um, Ashley. Absolutely, yes. Um, I think, as, especially as you know, we head into the spring market. Um, it's it's really for me. It's always interesting the ebbs and the flows of of the you know, the market and in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, when when people are buying, when people are selling. And I feel that when, you know, the more that I hear that, you know, oh, I'm going, you know, I'm going to wait until the interest rates go down yeah. or I'm going, you know, I'm going to wait, um, you know, for, for, you know, more, more houses to be in the market. And really there really isn't a right time either the you know the interest rates will be high and the prices will be lower mm-hmm. or you know vice versa and really it has to be about the right time for you and what your needs are that's a really good point ashley because um i know during the covid the pandemic a lot mm-hmm. of people were selling the homes um for a you know, some kind of exotic price that was over the market value, I believe. And I guess COVID scared a lot of people. So they were rushing to buy those homes, thinking it was the right time for them. But maybe it wasn't. So how can we decide what's the right time for us? How how would that work for somebody? Because we all have different reasons for buying a new property or getting into that market, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. So I really just um, the the best way, I I think, is just to have the conversation um, with a realtor and with with your significant other, if that's if that's who you're purchasing it with Mm -hmm. and really dive deep into why. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to purchase? And if those if the if those reasons are not strong enough to really keep you going through the journey, because you know, as I mentioned, either the interest rates will be high, or there will be bidding wars, yeah. or there, you know, th- there will always be a reason not to. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not laughing in the sense that you know. I'm thinking you. You are right, and you know what? Um, when I moved to Canada, I sold my my first home. Um, yes. With my with my new partner, um, I'd gone through divorce, and. <laughs> We weren't moving because it was the right time. We were moving because we wanted to purchase a home that was ours. But unfortunately, it was the wrong time for us because everybody else started selling the homes and we sold it as a loss. So we had the right reason, but it still turned out to be the wrong time. So the way I see it, we can't win campus. Or can we, Ashley? Can we? Can we? Let's imagine somebody knows they want to move because they want to downsize. They've got a a family home and the the children have fled their nest now. So the right time for them is when they say this home is too big, we want to downsize. Should they be concerned about the interest rate? Should that be something to worry about? Or should they say, well, you know, let's go for it? You know what? I always, you know, and and the thing is, is that... I, I would say, I guess the, the the immediate answer is I would say go for it. Mm-hmm. Because if you have health concerns and you or, you know, the home is just too big for you. And I don't say that as a, a real term. I don't say go for it no, coming no. from that. I, I come from it in that your home isn't isn't working for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is, is that with interest rates, you can always refinance or, you know, remortgage, um, you know, any any of that. You can mm-hmm. always do that at some point. Mm-hmm. But you can't really change the fact that, you know, your home is, you know, the home is too big. Yeah. Or that you have point. health concerns necessarily. So... Yeah, there's always options, and and by going with a mortgage broker, um, they do the shopping for you. So they're going to make sure that they get the absolute best rate for you at that time. That's a good point. So a mortgage broker would would everyone necessarily go that route, or is there a different option, Ashley? You know, I I would always say go with a mortgage broker because the mortgage broker. They have access to the bank's products as well as other, you know, B and C and and other lenders. And they'll, Mm -hmm. you know, they have access to much more products, whereas the bank is, what I say, is confined to their Mm -hmm. products, really. Mm, That's a good point. Also, um, I don't know whether it's true, but someone once told me that even if you haven't got you know, the best kind of deposit or you've got not the best credit rating, it's still possible to get a mortgage. Now, is this a misconception, Ashley? No, it, it actually, uh, it, it really is an individual basis. there, And that's why I say before we say no to ourselves or, you know, before we, we get in the mindset that it's not possible, always, you know, talk to a mortgage, you know, broker or professional because believe it or not, I mean, there, there are mortgages for, you know, realtors are, are they, they, they're small business owners too, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. And so there are mortgages for small business owners because it becomes a little more complicated. So there, there are, Always options. I, as I said, I always suggest finding like 
going with someone that you trust and, and has wide access to, you know, to be creative and a wide access to resources in order, you know, in order to make sure that you're, you're exercising all possibilities if you want, if you want to be a, a homeowner. That's that's a good that's a good one. I, lo- I love that. The other misconception, I think, and it's weird. I I heard this on the radio while I was um, driving to a client's the other day. I don't know who the realtor was, um, but basically he was saying a lot of people have the misconception that maybe a year or two before they are going to sell a home to spend thousands of dollars updating the kitchen and the bathroom and the carpets and whatever. And he says, don't do that. Do it for yourself so that you can enjoy it. But most of the time or, or, or some of the time, people will purchase your house and then change all those things that you spend a lot of your money on. Is that a misconception for him to say that yes. or was that is that a good point? That is that is a good point. I think by when we when I first start working with someone that has a home to sell, the first thing that I that I always do is I I do a home evaluation. So I come to your home and it's at no cost, and you know we we walk through your home and I ask you know ask you to tell me about it, anything that you've done, um, you know while you're there upgrades and you know to really get a sense um you know of of the home and Mm -hmm. we'll Mm -hmm. also look at you know if there is you know what what is the feasibility of doing any you know upgrades or any repairs to get you the most amount of money okay um for your home possible without yeah with without you know breaking the bank because you know the main you know staples of the home the kitchen the bathroom you know even even the bedroom yes um you know they they can bring you a crisp return of, on investment so basically you know get you what you the money you put into it plus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but not not always not you don't need to necessarily spend a lot of money as as that realtor said uh, you know most people will change you know a, a you know a good portion or, or even a, you know a little portion of the home once they purchase it to make it their own mm, that's a good point so we've been in our home now it was it was newly built for us i think for about 16 years and mm-hmm. because the other home didn't sell at the price we wanted and we had two what was it two mortgages to pay we had a, a long period before they wanted to move in it, it took us a while to get the home exactly as we wanted it so I had this conversation with my husband once I says I'd like to do upgrades now so we can enjoy them and then he said oh no 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 let's do it before we're gonna purchase the home so we came to an agreement as long as we could afford it, we would do upgrades. So that way we've been able to enjoy them. And when we are ready yes. to sell, they will, we believe, I don't know whether this is true, um, right, add value right. to our home. So I guess that was the point the guy was going to make. And what other ideas have you got about misconceptions then, Ashley? Because you're the you're the expert. You're in this business. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think that one, one of, you know, the ones that, that I hear the most often and, and from first time home buyers is that 
you're you're going to be you know you're going to get your your dream home right off the bat oh yeah that that you know what I mean that you that you're going you know you're you know that you're gonna look and look and look and you're gonna get your dream home and that will be the first home I think that's a, a big misconception is that you know first time home buyers more more often than not unless you have you know a gift from someone support like that you're going to start out and and you're you're you will not likely be in a in your forever home and that's okay yeah that's yeah. a good point um i know when i bought my first home in england many 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 years ago um it was a small two bedroom home it was very affordable and just by staying in that home for about four or five years in those days it tripled in value and then we worked our way up to a semi and then detached then we moved to Canada um yeah. I guess if we win the lottery if someone wins the lottery then they could move that's, to their dream home they? <laughs> that's true that's true that and you know I always say this um to my boyfriend they don't depend on you know don't depend on winning the lottery because you could be waiting for a very very long time that is good is it still an investment Ashley to buy something whether it's a condo a detached a townhome is it still an investment for the person who wants to purchase that property in this economy we may be having a recession you know Yes, absolutely. Um, with and and the thing is, is with more with interest rates um, being said to rise again at the end of January. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people have have decreased their buying power, or in the position where they they can't get a mortgage and they and they need to rent. So so getting that and, and what I always suggest um, for first time homebuyers is you know there there's nothing wrong with you know, if you're in school, you know, talking to your, you know, talking to your parents and, you know, with myself as well mm-hmm. and about actually purchasing a place, depending on how long you'll be in school, mm-hmm. because I, I see that it's a very smart idea that when you're done school, then you have the opportunity to either rent it out to other students mm-hmm. and make that, that money back mm-hmm. or at that time, you can sell it and use it towards purchasing your first home. Okay, so, so it is an investment. It's still an investment because if the opportunity is there, as you say, you know, it can yes. see you through a certain amount of time. Then you can invest in in have somebody rent your home. You know, that's a really, really good point. Um, you, you've really, you know, shared with us today, Ashley, how people assume and have misconceptions about what they can do, can't do, if they should, if they shouldn't. And I truly believe that if you can afford it, even in this, you know, this economic, maybe we're coming up for a, a, a bit yes. of a downfall. You know, I still believe yes. if, you, if you can manage to buy a property that you really, truly want, you will get through the bad times and it will be an investment for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's uh, from, I think the best way that I've heard of explaining it is that it's one of the safest investments. If you take care of it, it'll take care of you for sure. 
That's a um, wonderful. That's a wonderful way to end this conversation, Ashley. I love that. Yes. I've never thought about it like that. It is. It is safe, isn't it? Obviously, you've got to keep paying the mortgage and, and keep yeah, up well, with all the. Right. That's right. <laughs> but I don't think it's that's such a gamble. Is it? It's not such a gamble. Say. I, I like to buy lottery tickets because I believe that some of the money goes to charity. So I believe that, yes. you know, I'm investing in a charitable thing. Yes. Um, but you yes. are quite correct. I think it's a safe investment. Ashley, I always enjoy speaking with you because you're up to date with your knowledge. You exactly know where you're going and what are you doing. Yeah. So I'd thank love so to much. thank you. Oh, I, I really do thank you for your time. And I'm hoping later this year when things pick up, you can come back and tell us how the market has changed again and, you know, how um, you're seeing things from your perspective. Absolutely. I would love to. And I love talking to you too you lift my spirits and oh. we need that right now <laughs> so ashley we've got a lot of local people to waterloo region and surrounding areas listen to the podcast but it, everybody gets the podcast it's on apple itunes the podcast everything you know so how could someone contact you if they were interested in talking to you about you know uh absolutely some kind of home yeah yeah, absolutely. By phone, um, I'll try to say it slow enough, 226-929-0469 or by email at ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y-C at net. short for Davenport. Wonderful. And I um, was looking at your website today. I love the website. Obviously, we can see your lovely face, but, you know, yes. people can put stuff in that information can't they and and find out you know where they want to be how much they want to pay so that's really useful isn't it yes it is it is and especially because um there's so many options now and really being sure you know being sure of what your goals are is is very important for sure well, thank you, Ash. I've got to let you get on with your busy, busy day. I know people are wanting to sign contracts and have you show them around the home. So we'll um, yeah. do another podcast later this year when things are picking up a bit, hopefully. Until then, wonderful. have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.